0: Yeah, yeah Get your ass up and hurry uh, Ice Cube baby 99 baby I'm on the grind baby All the time baby Show me something You can do it with your back into it uh, I can do it put your ass into it Welcome, 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 welcome to the Simply King Podcast. This is your boy Rodney Perry King himself. And you've just tuned into the soulfully conscious podcast for humans simply being humans. Now y'all, look, because of the timing of this show coming out, I knew that it, I knew that this show was going to be impactful. I knew the Insecure was going to be something. The timing and everything, I'm like, I will not be able to record something and put something out the next day. And also, I was thinking, you know, let me give people time. I'm gonna give you everyone the Monday to watch this, and the chance, and the short chance that you missed it, and you gotta catch it later. Because I felt like it was a lot of people who missed it in real time. I'll give you at least a day, right? And I'm gonna put this out on Tuesday. So here I am recording this, and. I'm still shook. I don't know how y'all feel, but I'm still shook. Oh, spoiler alert for anyone who's listening. If you're listening to this and you have not seen the full episode from beginning to end, stop this, watch that, then come back to this. All right? I'm shook, though, as I was saying. I'm shook, y'all. I'm shook. Shout out to Issa Rae. I think she, her, like I tweeted about it, like her marketing has been impeccable. I've not seen anyone promote themselves in this manner ever. I'm talking about she on late night shows, she's on podcasts, she's on YouTube uh, shows, she's every single place you could go. She on The View, she on late night television, she's on a show, she on Desus and Mero she pulling up to radio being on breakfast club it is amazing her marketing is amazing pr on a thousand she's definitely you know what i'm saying utilizing the platform that she's built as well as the one that she's created from after ha- you know having and producing this really beautiful show this is our martin y'all you know i talk about it with my friends all the time because we feel that This show is so impactful and it's so real and it's so what we need for our culture as of right now at the age that we are in. This is our Martin. This is it. You're looking at it. But what's crazy is, though it's better than Martin because it's a lot more real, it's a lot more visceral. You still get them funny moments, but it's a lot of real stuff that's happening that's not sugar-coated, that's very real, you know? And in this very first episode, I predicted a lot. I'm just saying. I predicted a lot of these things that were going to happen uh i predicted that uh she was going to have a daydream um my daydream honestly i thought she was going to daydream about lawrence you know fucking. but to each his own i thought she was going to daydream about him having sex with someone else and then she was going to kind of like snap back and then be at the dates i was close it was still about lawrence just so happens she thought she was on a date with lawrence snapped out of it and she's really on a date with dustin so you know teachers on got that right though so that's lit a lot of people there were speculations from a lot of folks you know a lot of people believe that tasha really wasn't gonna be in this season just because i don't know why i think it's just people just didn't want her to be relevant but the thing about it is she is a very relevant character and she represents something that i think a lot of people just don't want to you know Don't really care about, but more about that later. Um, I want to jump in and first talk about the significance of Issa Rae just as a individual, as a brand, and everything that she's doing. Every single individual needs to support Issa Rae. Support, support, support Issa Rae. Because what she's doing is putting out like a person like her who's doing stories like this, you can only imagine. Once she steps behind the camera and she has that energy to not be just the the star and the the star, the writer, and producer and all those different things, the star, writer and creator. Just imagine the type of thing she could do. Just imagine the type of story she could tell. It would be impeccable and it would be exactly what we need. It would be speaking right to us because she speaks the tongue of the millennial. She is right. She is the age. She's in the age group. We understand a lot of things. She's so homegirl. She's so down to earth She's giving you a message that needs to be heard. And this is all just real life She's spitting and that's the type of stuff we need on television We need to see ourselves on television, but also we need to see ourselves in a real way not caricatures of ourselves not not Exaggerated versions, but just plain old us just plain old just us And um, I think this is it and I think you know, I don't care if even if you're not uh, if you're not black, this is representation. Like doors are being broken down for all different types of story to be to be had you know and to be created. So people need to see this as a win for everyone who is misrepresented. You know what I'm saying? Like getting her winning allows doors to be open for a lot more people to come in through and really really fuck shit up. you feel me? So we must, we must, we must support even more specifically. And I tell y'all this all the time, men praising women, you know what I'm saying? This past week, you know, it was an interesting week. Um, It was an interesting week for men, for black men specifically. There's a lot of black men in the news for not good things. You know, you had OJ getting out. You had R. Kelly literally having a sex cult. What? That is crazy. You have Usher, who evidently not only did he let it burn, but he is burning. Um, then you have uh, Kevin Hart, who supposedly, who allegedly is cheating on his pregnant wife, Aniko. Which he's been doing a lot of PR around that. You know what I'm saying? He put out a long ass little press release on his, you know, whatever medium. And he's been posting a lot of images and videos of them together. You know, yeah, they may be on vacation and all that. But that's kind of, you know, for a man with his type of money, that's kind of, you know, convenient. There's really no telling. But I'm just saying, bruh, it ain't no good look. You definitely smart i know I, the man can't be that damn dumb to think that people wouldn't jump to that conclusion when you are in a car with some random beautiful woman in miami at 5am it's not a good look it's not a good look and you know hopefully it's all good with you but also we know from you that you have a history of you know what i'm saying infidelity so it really ain't no good look that's something you might want to stay off of because you out here doing kid movies and everything so you definitely don't want to tarnish your brand that's all i'm saying but i say that to compare to black women are winning right now y'all the images of black women right now and the most recent you know in this most recent weekend are for sure for sure winning you have girls trip opening up at 30 million dollars in the first weekend you know upstaging a twin film of rough night you know that came out probably like maybe um, I think came out July the 18th or July the something like that Um, early it came out early in July and this came out later weeks apart that one only opened out to like 8 million so it was essentially a flop in so many regards they ended up kind of getting probably after a week making about 28 these women Within girl's trip made 30 in the first weekend so they projected probably to make you know they might top it they might top up off you know between 50 to 8 it's probably 50 to 80 million dollars which is ridiculous and it's proven that black women and black stories need to be told because those are the hot shits and there's wasn't much there was a very you know i think there was enough marketing but a lot of, you know, contemporaries say that there was not as much marketing as it was for Rough Night, as it was for a girl's trip. It was a lot more, you know, very demographic focused and really targeted towards, you know, black women, while Rough Night was kind of all women need to go and see this movie and you see what happens. So I can only imagine if they got the full studio, everyone need to go to see this movie type of, you know, international opening, all that type of stuff. I could only imagine how much they would make. And we're gonna see that with Black Panther because they're getting the full treatment. So that is gonna be the tipping point. You're hearing it now. Tipping point. But back to Insecure. Um, They're winning. Issa Rae is back. Insecure is back. And I am so, so damn excited. It is so exciting to have this show back. It came on pretty fucking strong. And I feel like I wanted to pull out a few things to talk about and then you know give you my code you know my short little review of the show um, first thing is there's no good way to break up it's simple as that it's really no good way to break up breaking up with an individual is never gonna be an easy task there's no such thing as a, a easy letdown there's no such thing as you know sugarcoating it the fact that you're parting ways with the person that does not want to part ways right along with you is going to be very heartbreaking for that person, regardless of who you are, regardless of where you at, it doesn't matter. It's going to shake shit up is what I'm saying. There's no good way to do it. And within insecure, I believe it's showing an example of that in a very, very interesting way. You have something that is a rare situation where, you know, in most cases, you always have the man who is cheating and he's trying to kind of, you know, usually he's the one who's trying to come back and figure this out. I think this is a real reality because some women really won't, a lot of women might not try to like fight the way men do when it comes to them, you know, doing something wrong. They kind of, you know, gonna give you some space, gonna, you know, allow you to come to them and, contact you, you know, in the small ways and try to be a little bit more strategic about it. You could tell that's what Issa is doing. It's been three months. And so she's kind of trying to be calculated. She's definitely reaching out to him, talking to him about bills that's he, that that he's tied to, stuff like that. And, but there's really no real easy way to do this. So if you're in a place right now where you're in a relationship and you know that this is something that you wanna do, I'm advising you now, just do it. Be honest with that person. You know what I'm saying? Tell them the truth. Don't try to sugarcoat it. Tell them exactly what's going on, what you're feeling. And even if you feel like it's fucking selfish as hell, that is better than you sugarcoating it and doing all those things because you're going to mess that person's head up if you give them a real false sense of why the separation is happening. So give it to them and give it to them straight. It's going to be, it's going to hurt regardless of how you do it. Understand that there's no good way to break up. That's it. And you can't avoid none of the, none of the feelings that you have from breaking up. And after like post breakup, you can't ignore none of those things. You're going to feel that, that missing longing feeling. You're going to feel lonely. You're going to feel all that, you know, especially if you're the person who got broken up with. And depending on, you know, if you wrong the person, then that's when it gets a little bit more complicated because you have two people who really feel in certain types of ways. He feeling slighted, you know, in in Lawrence's case, he feeling all slighted, missing Issa and shit. And he over here getting his, you know, getting his rocks off, really trying to prolong these feelings. But more about that later. Then I say, uh, yes, to move on to kind of like the post breakup I call it post breakup blues and trues, you know, you said it's, you know, in East's case, she kind of, you know, finally got out of a slump and started dating and things like that. And, you know, depending on the person, you know, sometimes it's, you know, if it took her three months to finally start dating, I think that's cool. I think that's a good enough time. You know, if things aren't haven't came back in three months, it's a chance that they may never really get back together, you know? but it's still you know there's really no way of telling but also you need to kind of know where your heart is too don't be out there dating knowing that if you, if lawrence call you that you're gonna just take him back you feel me don't 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 play with people like that and vice versa if you don't you got to understand where your heart is and where you at with it so that way you know exactly how to move you know what i'm saying so if you really want to get out there and dating that means you need to be open to the people that you're dating with then you're just wasting your time keeping up with you know keeping up with all these people and entertaining all these people's advances and you really don't care for any of that just just what it is just the truth um and when it comes to just you know communication with your ex your newly ex um I think that's something I'm still trying to figure out because I'm I'm terrible at it (laughs) but uh because I feel like you know, it it depend, It depends on you know, person to person. It depends on the relationship that you guys had. If it's Esa situation, you guys literally live together, so you gotta communicate because motherfucker's bills in your name and you know the you know the, the internet in your name. So are you keeping up with that? So you know what I'm saying so a mother can you know keep watching Netflix. You feel me? Um, or just any little things that may be tied to them. You know to keep things going because it's kind of like like you left but you still got responsibilities you still got obligations so no one really can ever you really can't ever really part ways unless you take that time out to separate bills and to have that conversation but that's a conversation that has to be had if you really truly want to you know not deal with those things so it's post breakup is strong it's really really deep and the crazy thing about it, it's not going to really get any better you know the older we get it's not really going to change. If anything, it's going to get worse. But also, the sad part about it is it gets to a point where people just be like, well, I guess I just stick with it, even though I want to be in it. And that definitely leads to infidelity a lot. So I say if you are feeling that way about a, the individual that you with your significant other, let that person go. Don't 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 string it along. Don't waste your time. Don't waste their time. It's not going to be good. And it's better for you to just get yourself going through this process of being solo dolo than you having to feel like you're connected to this person that you have had a change of heart for. And it's fine and you have the right to feel that way. But also don't waste the other person's time um, to jump right into the show itself. Uh oh, man, it, it's ridiculous. It, it's ridiculous. Um, so I gotta say that I am, a, I definitely am Team Issa. Um, so many people gonna probably not understand why, but I was literally just talking to Fifi, my uh, Fifi Sophia, um, about this early today, and essentially, you know, for me. I couldn't relate to Lawrence in certain ways. I really couldn't relate to him until maybe he was broken up with and how he was reacting and how he was acting, you know, after the breakup. But up until that point, until he broke up with her, I really couldn't relate to him because it's kind of like I just thought of it, just you know, in a general sense. I would never. I would. It would. It's just a major turnoff for you to show that type of weakness this specific type of weakness where you down on your luck things are not working out when you know when life hits your ass and you essentially just kind of give up because that's essentially what he was exemplifying you know he was pulling from unemployment he really it took him a long time to finally just look for a job because he felt like he was too you know he was uh too overqualified to do certain things um it gets to a point to where you have to now compromise your situation, and you got to deal with the punches, and deal with the you know the lemons that you're giving and make some lemonade out of it. You know what I'm saying? He could have went to and got that Best Buy job a lot earlier than what he, you know, than what he did because it took Issa having to leave, the, like damn near leaving him, like, damn near threatening to break up for him to act right. And I think for me, I think it was it's oh, no, I'm torn, but I feel like I'm gonna be more Team Issa. Than anything i felt that way in the first season i feel like i'm gonna feel this way in this season because i just couldn't relate to that type of attitude because i feel like i've been down i've been whatever whatever but i'll be damned if i'm like still not trying and still not out there and still not doing the things you feel me i'm gonna definitely put that effort and keep my ambition strong um so it was weird so i was like i understand but she was wrong for cheating i will i gotta say that she she should have just left she should have just did something else you know if she didn't want to be with him no more she should just let it go and they could have worked it all out no you know no no blood no foul type stuff but she decided to do that so that's what made it even more complicated um but he had to get the hell up and i believe it beckons a question that i'm going to explore even more and that's the mediocrity of men i feel like we haven't i feel like we haven't we've been a away from a societal standpoint that we are we're only halfway done we're only halfway there we like like lawrence for example just to keep him just to keep it in within the theme lawrence is a great depiction of a man who ha- has a good head on his shoulders he went to school majored in whatever computer science or something like that got his degree now he could be a developer he could do all these little cool little things so he's qualified he's done just enough but his mental strength is slightly weak because i think he's so used to these things kind of you know falling into place he's used he's a smart guy so he's used to kind of just doing the work and getting a result out of it and i think the difference between you know men and women of today is that you know a lot of women are ready for those different types of diversities they prepare for those different types of diversities. They understand that these are things that may happen and they react to those things while with us, it's kind of like it's a man's world and that man's world mentality is what makes us mediocre as fuck. And we can't be that way. We just can't um, or just hella mediocre. Um, we can't be that way because and I think that's why I'm like trying to, you know, really fight against it because even I, I'm even, you know, blamed for it myself. I have seen. I seen in my in my own situation, you know, how I might have fell short or how I might have, you know, overlooked or how I might have, you know, misstepped certain things. And I'm a person who believes in, you know, personal growth and thinks about those types of things all the time. But I think it's always different when it's in relation to another person. And I think I was just thinking with a real with a different side of my mind when it came to that. So it's something that you just have to pay attention to, I believe. Um. But to just, you know, to keep it moving on to all the different characters and the things that happen in this episode. Um, first off, HBO really, you know, is really allowing these people to be extremely creative. This is probably the hottest show that's been on HBO in a long time, I believe. Molly. Molly, you know, comes into this season, you know, giving you, giving first off, giving you a beautiful, you know, head of hair. I don't know if that, I'm not sure if that's weave or not, but she looks great. The little, you know, um, little, you know, walking, hiking scene, you know, on the trail was bomb, Yvonne. I don't. It's it's crazy that baby girl is a virgin, but you know, st- you know, stick with your, you know, abstinence, girl. Damn, you look good. But she's she came into. I love that you know they always do these very subtle kind of messaging to you know just to the culture in general. And this is something that's attacking kind of, you know, mental health and just mental wellness and have has her Showing her that she, you know, actually is truly truly trying and trying to implement these certain exercises and certain things into her life She's literally immune to is, you know, it was a little She was immune to, you know, the men's attention men's attention and things like that So she's really focused on her right now which is a beautiful thing, which is something that a lot of people can't do, but you can tell that she's still guarded according to the episode, the scene with her and her therapist. It's great that she finally found a person that she can connect more with because she's a black woman, which I suggest everyone do. I honestly am still toying with the thought too. May do maybe like a talk space or if I find a mentor or, or you know some type of way to kind of you know, express myself. I definitely am open to the idea of therapy. So I suggest it for everyone else as well, but she seems like she's definitely about to be even more of the level-headed one in this situation. So I love that. I love that. And I think it's gonna help and aid Issa during this time that she's trying to adjust and figure things out. Now, Lawrence, on the other hand, Lawrence, we come in, he comes in, you know, first time we see Lawrence is him literally giving a strong side booty thrust to the you know what I'm saying young Tasha the bank teller, you know what I'm saying, at her spot yet again, infamous you know, in her infamous bed. Um, he just used to tan that ass up at her crib, evidently. So he's doing that. He immediately kinda of puts his drawers on, kind of, you know, says his lines, essentially giving the point that he's been there all weekend, they probably been fucking all weekend. It is what it is. But also, then we jump to the scene with him where he's been staying he's been staying with his best friend chaz chaz lives with his fiance at the time his fiance is putting the pressure on lawrence to get the hell on lawrence has been three months and he still hasn't found a place i think he's definitely hesitating he's waiting on something i believe he may be waiting on isa he may be waiting on figuring out if he can get back with Issa. he's trying to prove something to himself but he's vulnerable as hell and the only reason why he's dealing with tasha is so he can prolong these feelings of the breakup like prolong that feeling of loneliness that happens after you break up which only lasts for so long only lasts for as long as you really want it to because it's all a mindset and you gotta think about it y'all like this man is in a real 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 vulnerable place he broke up with Issa and immediately kind of started a new relationship with someone else and and call it what you want but that's kind of what it is she's a a buffer she's a rebound she's a a immediate rebound for him not to be able to reflect on what the hell just happened um with this relationship he's but he still toils with that that's why he hasn't took her out he don't want to see her out he don't want to take her out he don't want to treat her like this is his girl because he know that's not what he see her as she is something that is fulfilling his needs as of now and sex is a beautiful way to get your mind off a lot of things so He over here trying to, you know, essentially self-medicate through sex. Essentially, it's a lot of people do it. Some people do it through drugs and liquor. Lawrence is doing it with sex with a person who is just blind. Because let's talk about Tasha. Tasha is represents a very interesting, you know, role within this whole story. Tasha represents the 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 times when we are blinded by our wants and temptations you know when you really 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 want something and you're finally kind of given that thing you're blinded by everything that's happening because you finally getting what you want and you miss and you misread or you just literally just allow things to just go over your head you allow things to go over your head that you need to pay attention to i don't know I, i feel like tasha ain't asked the questions she need to ask she seems like she's still very oblivious to his situation and whatever the hell happened. Cause she definitely knew that he was in a relationship, you know, previously before she, he started hooking up with her. What happened with that? Did y'all live together? Does she know that? She may not know that. She has a, she's probably a lot of information that she doesn't have, but I feel like Lawrence took her out on that date to kind of relieve some of that pressure. Cause if he starts to treat her like you know that that they are a thing, that they are an item, that, that they are whatever that it's in her head that they are, then she's gonna just go with the flow. She's not about to ask no questions, and that shit is gonna come out in the worst way for her, and she is gonna be a casualty of this war of love between Issa and Lawrence. Whatever, however that pans out, she is definitely gonna get the worst end of it for real because she. She just she blinded by dick right now. She, in the words of you know Sophia Jackson, she distracted. She distracted. You feel me? She is very distracted in this moment. So she needs to get past that point and keep it pushing. Um, shout out to all the cameos in the first episode. I think they re- went really really strong with the cameos, even though they were just two. You know, you had a good Regina Hall, a good Little real cameo right up in there. I think it was perfect it was seamless it was great um other things to uh, acknowledge all the all the rest of the cast are doing great they're playing the roles that they need to play very very well from our co-workers to her boss from her friends uh from from her friend Ashley and uh was it Ashley well Amanda Seals character and uh Natasha Natasha's character Everyone's playing that role very well. The comedy is spot on. They're contributing. And they actually introduced Issa's little brother into this. I feel like he may not be be a really, really big role, but we definitely probably gonna see him again for something. She's single now. She may need a man for something. He carry some shit, do some things, whatever, whatever, whatever. They introduced him for a reason. So I think he's definitely gonna be around for a little bit more. Um, and let's, To really just kind of wrap this up, we got to talk about this last scene. I believe that, you know, they're very clever with their sex scenes. It's very purposeful. They're purposeful sex scenes, but not only purposeful, but they're extremely real. I think a lot of people, you know, have been in those. A lot of people been in those moments where, you know, you had that post breakup sex that kind of some people have, you know, that that breakup sex, that closure sex. That, you know, and the old heads, you know, and Janice, she she called it. And when I had a conversation about it with her yesterday, called it, you know, uh, checking the temperature. Because that's exactly what Lawrence did. He checked the hell out that temperature. Came in, Lily gave her some game. Because she, she, Lily, she, first off, he said, you, you, women, never answer the door in your drawers. You know what I'm saying? If this is a man who knows exactly how you look naked, never make it easy for him you feel me if that's not what you want to do in that night do not be very very clothed because he will try you and it may not be good it may not be what you want or it's just you might fall for it and it's not going to be a good look if it ends up the way it ended up with Issa. so he came in you definitely don't do that you might want to just do what the hell you was going to do and give him that mail and send him on his way if you want to have a talk invite a man to talk keep that distance keep it professional have that closure and send him on his way that didn't happen i left some stuff in your bath i left stuff in the bathroom can i get it there it is got in the room okay here we go gave you a peck on the cheek and there it was busting it down for probably about a good 16 strokes raw dogging too you know what i'm saying he's gonna be pregnant y'all we don't know that might be a, a whole twist In this whole season. We don't know. You know what I'm saying? And then just dipped. Left. And it was like, damn. You know, but the crazy part about it. And you could tell this is how affected Issa is. It's probably a lot of women have been through this. If you see the last shot, she smirks. She smirks. So, it tells you that her. That she half wanted this, half didn't want that. You know like she's glad that she that he's definitely has affirmed that he still thinks about her and he still wants her in some form of fashion but also it's this also the second feeling of like damn he literally just came you know what i'm saying dick me down and left like it was nothing you know you would think that he would want to stay you would think that he would want to stick around that's what you at least you would want him to do but the fact that he did it showed you so much so you can it can play around in your mind you could be like well maybe he left because he just didn't he was he just wasn't ready still wasn't ready to talk about it but he missed me so he just gave me some type stuff we gotta be careful with this because it's only that right there that one scene made their breakup even more complicated the fact that that happened and just from experience i'm telling y'all it's something that i would not make a habit you know when it comes to you dealing with this it's not, not. It's not good. It's just not good. I got high hopes about the uh, rest of the season, though. I think that it's gonna be very, very good. We, uh, if you didn't, if uh, I know, I actually accidentally stopped it before. If you didn't see it, they definitely showed you a preview of how this season is gonna look. So definitely check that out. Um, it's on, you know, the very, very end of the episode. If you have like HBO. Uh, if you have hbo you can go to like hbo now or go to something and watch it and you can just jump right to that scene and jump right to that part um uh, i really you know i want to thank everyone for listening um i thank everyone for supporting um my last episode was very very intimate very very real very very true it was therapeutic for me it was something that i needed for where i for what i feel like i was going through personally and i really want to thank v because she really really gave me more than i thought that she would give me you know i knew she was gonna give me a great deal a great great perspective but she gave me something that i needed and i didn't even know i needed and self-love is always the motto self-love is always the mood always 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 make time for yourself make time for you during any state of life that you're in make time for you to grow you um and actually kind of you know face these insecurities that you have um if you don't know now you know you can listen to the simply king podcast everywhere podcasts are available still looking into doing you know getting that spot spotify feature um soundcloud is going through something so i don't know what the hell is going on but we're gonna be good regardless trust me we're fine you're not gonna miss anything but go subscribe go subscribe go subscribe Definitely want to keep doing more and more. I might pro- definitely probably present more questions that go along with this. Also, I'm presenting, you know, I'm presenting myself as a person. If you need someone to speak on, need to speak to about, you know, anything. Ask King, ask King, you can come ask me. Um, I definitely won't, you know, share, share your things on the um, on the episode unless you ask for it to be shared because you feel like it'll be, you know, helpful to other people. But if you just wanna start a dialogue, just have a person to bounce an idea off of, or bounce thoughts off of, or just get your opinion on a certain situation that you're currently in, or just any opinion in societal, just any cultural societal opinion. You just want somebody to just hash it out with, and you feel like I would be, you enjoy my opinion, you enjoy my perspective, and you wouldn't mind hearing what I have to say about whatever that is. You have to ask. Just shoot me a DM or an email. You can DM me on all my social media platforms. Being Kings underscore Memoirs. I'm on Twitter. I'm on, I'm on Tumblr. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook I and mean, that's that, that is the Simply King podcast Facebook page. You can hit me up with any type of questions, any little thing you want to say, or if you want to email me, it's life as King, life as King one at gmail.com. That's life as King one at gmail.com. You can hit me up. Just, you know, put ad King in the uh, subject box and you can ask whatever you want to ask me. I'm up for to talk about anything. I got y'all. Um, but I love the support I've been getting. I'm so glad that, you know, the Me, Myself and Love episode really, really seemed to help a lot of people. And they seem like a lot of people were in that specific current state of, you know, getting back to themselves. And it's always it's always gonna be a relevant topic. So I felt that that was gonna be something that was gonna be helpful. And I'm glad that it, it actually panned out to be exactly what I thought it was gonna be. So keep supporting, keep supporting, keep supporting. Subscribe on everywhere iTunes, you know, uh, podcasts are available from iTunes to, to, you know, the Google podcast app from like Google play SoundCloud, tune in radio stitcher. I'm also a part of the, uh, the directory podcasting color. I'm also a part of a collective of podcasts here in Chicago called the second wing collective. Shout out to my man, Dan and check us all out. Check out all the other podcasts within the collective as well. Um, and I'm here. I'm here to collab. Hit me up. It's whatever. It's on. So see y'all next week. Thank y'all for listening. Thank you for giving me an is. Keep watching Insecure because it's a brilliant show. All right? I'm Rodney Perry and this is Simply King. Mm. I ain't had no weed or money when I met her. Now she ain't me cliche. Cheapskate. a fucking deep. face. said she never had a daddy. I ain't used to being patient. Got a lot of spite. But that pussy fight. I'm away I can't hold a lot of money. She can't hold a lot of grudges. Buy A lot of weed and leave the tea like I don't give a fuck